0: From Audible, I'm Mark Ashby. From USA Today Opinions section, David R. Williams and Stephen A. Mazzi write, Tackle Problems of Policing Racism as Public Health Issue, column. Problems of police brutality seen in the killings of young black men by law enforcement all across the country have been widely cast as a failure of our criminal justice system. But what if officials used the mountains of data that link bad health to racism to drive solutions for reducing police-involved deaths? Wouldn't that be radical? Well, this is indeed happening in the small city of Everett, Massachusetts, and the lessons learned there hold solutions for the rest of America and merit a hard look from policymakers in each city across the country. Poor police behavior can cause poor health. Stresses in our environment affect fundamental biological processes in the body, and racism and implicit biases at the hands of cops and communities are among the highest stresses that people of color face. Everyday stresses like lower levels of education and income, unsafe or unhealthy housing, and residential segregation can contribute to poorer health outcomes for African Americans. Residential segregation, the oldest form of segregation in America, provides the most immediately measurable health disparities based on race. Stresses related to location can also be caused by police interactions in minority communities. Stop and frisk, for example, is used overwhelmingly against Hispanics and African Americans, generally during patrols of minority neighborhoods. If the goal is to get criminals off the streets, the practice has been proven not to work. Through June of 2016, 77% of the people stopped by police in New York were innocent, according to the American Civil Liberties Union. Of those stopped, 53% were black, 30% were Latino, and only 11% were white. Similar numbers were found in Chicago, where 72% of stops were of blacks, while African Americans made up just 32% of the city's population. The stress of microaggressions, small daily actions that assume guilt based on race, such as stop and frisk, affect not just those who experience it, but entire neighborhoods and ethnic groups. African Americans have disproportionately higher levels of blood pressure and more instances of chronic disease and earlier deaths than whites. This is independent of income. Scientists call this the weathering effect, or the result of the cumulative stress associated with confronting racism on a daily basis. Good health becomes a casualty of simply living in America for people perceived as violent and dangerous, words attributed to blacks and Hispanics at a higher rate than whites. In New York, Hispanic men who were frequent victims of stop and frisk showed heightened levels of anxiety and trauma resembling those of patients with post-traumatic stress disorder. Religious bias at the hands of police can be equally damaging. In California, during the months following the September 11th attacks, women in the Arab-American community, which was the target of greater scrutiny by police and greater discrimination and harassment by many communities at large, were more likely to have either low birth weight or premature babies, according to a study published by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation's Scholars in Health Policy Research Program, which is housed at Harvard University. Researchers showed that these risks weren't present in the months before September 11th, and they also weren't present for other women in the state. Racism is damaging, and in many cases killing, minorities in America. Whether it manifests itself in higher rates of obesity, differential treatment in the doctor's office, day-to-day indignities that can be tracked and linked to poor health or police killings, real solutions don't reside in our courts alone. Changing the Dynamic In Everett, together, the police and the community are taking on the racism that underpins bad policing and violence. Police hold regular community engagement and outreach meetings, during which residents can air grievances about police activity and discuss what they perceive as racially motivated actions by law enforcement. The police department is also making an effort to be more transparent with data. Last year, law enforcement started publishing an annual report on use-of-force incidents involving local police, including how often officers used firearms and tasers during interactions with residents. The goal is to make people feel safe and confident. Research shows that higher levels of trust and cohesion within a community, including police, is associated with better health.